Welcome to the Audiobook Loving Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks, the narrators that perform them, and the authors that write the stories, including a special series with narrator Shane East. The Audiobook Loving Podcast is brought to you by Viviana in Chapters of Books. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Episode 8 of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. Today, Felicia, the geeky blogger, and I are catching up and sharing our top five audiobooks for 2019. Welcome, Felicia. How are you? I am excellent, and I'm going to throw a wrench in it. I am going to do my top five re-listens of 2019. (laughs) That is fine. I love when we do re-listens because... And we share them. Sometimes people did not realize that that book was out and available in audio. So I'm sure our listeners will start taking notes and look into some of these books that you've been uh, re-listening to. So why don't you kick it off and let us know what your number five is for this year? Okay, so my number five for this year is Forever in the Night. Um, it's the first in the Black Rose Chronicles um, series by Linda Lil Miller who oddly did, yes, write a vampire series, her (laughs) only vampire series, but I have two tattoos on my body. Both (laughs) tattoos are from the covers of these books. Um, So when they were recorded for audiobook in 2017, which is about 15 years after the books were written, um, I climbed on them because Chris Ducart did the narration and I absolutely love her. She is a brilliant narrator and she did a really good job bringing these characters that clearly I love Mm -hmm. clearly um, to life. And it's great for people who read nineties vampires. And I say it specifically like that because the men are super macho. (laughs) Like, in a way, you want to kick their butts. But in a good way, because eventually they learn their lesson and, you know, whatever. But um, this is just one of my favorite series, point blank, ever. And Chris did a really good job with the narration. So first one is Forever in the Night, and it was published in March of 2017. My canter audio. Yeah. Sorry, I should probably mention that. (laughs) she's so good I'm like who published this one Um, (laughs) so bad yeah so Tanter I actually think they do a lot of my favorite series but they happen to be really good at going back and getting older series and bringing them to audio which I love because you know in the 90s audiobooks weren't the same as they are they absolutely had some great gems back then, but uh-huh. it was more often not, even though I listened to audiobooks back then, they were very monotone. And so I love the fact that they're bringing the current bevy of talents and putting them towards these older books that absolutely deserve them. Oh, for sure. A lot of authors, um, because of how popular and in the trend continues to go in the correct loca- direction when it comes to audiobooks, that they're actually doing a lot of their backlist because obviously, A, they can at this point, and B, the technology as well as the, the narrators are phenomenal nowadays, too. So it's it's definitely something that a lot of the authors are now doing with their backlist. And I'm really glad that Tantor, the publishing house, is also doing that as well. Yeah, plus I think it's a little bit more affordable for authors 
to do audiobooks now than maybe then. Um, So I I really tell people, if you had favorite books from back then, most definitely look and see if they've come out in audio because they may have. And, you know, it's a brand new experience. I experienced this series. Now, this is the third time I've listened through it. Um, I experienced it all new because I thought I had in my head how I thought those characters would sound Uh and the way that Chris Ducart brought it to life actually gave me a new spin on the story. And I thought that was great. That is awesome. Yeah, I love it when I've read a book and then I hear the audio and it's like, wow, it's a completely different experience. So I know that a lot of times people are like, oh, no, I read versus listen. I'm like, well, if you want to give it a shot, do the listening of a, one of your favorite uh, one of your favorite reads. And Yeah, absolutely. And I always tell people who aren't audiobook listeners to pick a book they already know. Uh-huh. Because you have to learn how to listen to an audiobook. And if you already know the story, it makes it a more comfortable learning experience. Now, I know that my number five is usually an author and narrator that is has always been on my list and all the time since I've been doing um, top lists um, for audiobooks and stuff. And that's um, Danica Darkin, the narrator by Nicole Poole. So in this... Oh, I'm so shocked, <laughs> shocked that's on your list. <laughs> so um, Moonstruck, which is the seventh book in the Crossbreed series, again, by Danica Dark, narrated by Nicole Poole, is one that came out in June of this year and the next one was so Spellbounds was um, the one that came out the most recently and I picked Moonstruck just because it, well, it's just a really good story and I loved Spellbounds I kind of want to almost talk about them both but it was just go right bit- ahead <laughs> uh, Moonstruck what I liked about it was you kind of got to see a little bit of a different side of some of these characters that we've been told are one way um, and they've always shown signs of them being like, if they're known as a hard ass, you've seen them do things that are very sweet or, you know, or kind or the ones that are like, they will never love again. They'll do something that's sweet and romantic in their own way. But in Moonstruck, you really got to see some of these characters that were always the strong ones become a bit more vulnerable. And the ones that were always the hardcore, like whatever, um, not caring, having that set of emotions that you were like, oh, you do have a heart. Nice kind of thing and of course the banter between the two lead characters which is Raven and Christian continues to be phenomenal and Nicole Poole just rocks her performance with I mean you literally swear that it's a multicast with the way how she does the different voices so anytime now, I actually went I went back and listened to the first in that series mm-hmm. and I agree I totally agree. I actually love her performance, but I kind of knew you were going to do a Nicole Poole. Like it was going to happen. So I I didn't even bother putting those on my list. I figured she'd get a shout out one way or the other. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you you, you got into the series and you liked it. It, It's definitely um, an interesting because it it doesn't fall right underneath either urban fantasy or PNR. It kind of has a blend. And that's something that I think Danica it, it really it kind of does. I think it kind of does in the natural progression of what I would call a mashup between the yes, two. Right. Like it definitely has an urban fantasy. Like if you like the action mm-hmm. and you like the continuing storyline, it has that. Yep. Right. 
but it also has the romance of paranormal. So I thought it, I thought it did a really good job. Oh yeah, of for blending the really two. Good. Yes. Sometimes people ask me, well, is it urban fantasy or is it pure non? I go, yes, it's both. <laughs> so, I don't nice think, match. I don't, yeah, I think, I think the only time that matters is if people are all like, I don't really want paranormal romance. Yeah. And then I can give them straight urban fantasy. But on a whole, paranormal romance people don't care if it has an urban fantasy feel. Yes. Right? Correct. They don't. Nope. We don't care. You want the story. <laughs> so I know that everybody has um, heard me rave about Danica and Nicole. So along the same lines, it's a great story. It's a great continuation of the overall, um, overall arc. And Nicole continues to dominate her performance. I mean, she's badass at what she does. I love her. And who's publishing her? That Can't one is be yes. you yeah. on this question. <laughs> No, it is Tantor, Tantor Audiobooks, which I love them, and they're great to me, too. They are published by uh, Tantor Audio, and um, and they continue to, you know, really support her as well, and I love that, both her and Danica and Nicole. They're very good supporters of both of the author and the narrator, so that's phenomenal, too. I love Tantor for that. So which was next awesome. on your list? My next is, I think, a re-listen a lot of people are doing – Maybe a reread for some people, but I'm going to tell you if you have not checked out the audiobooks for the Virgin River series, you need to. By Robin Carr, narrated by Therese Plummer, and um, the publisher is Recorded Books. And um, you can borrow them on Audible Escape, almost as a romance package, but then they totally changed the name. Yes, of course. Do that. I get used to calling it one thing, and then, oh, we had a new name. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, a lot of people have been doing this because of a certain series that's on a certain network. But um, these are awesome books. Now, they're contemporary romance, and I say that in a way that they're definitely ACAs right? Mm -hmm. But they're not necessarily in the way that you would think an ATA would happen. Um, this is really a love of Virgin River. I mean, the town mm -hmm. itself. And um, I, I love the series. It's very small town kind of feel. So it's, it's different for me. I don't read a lot of contemporary romance as you will tell by the rest of mine and the first one, it, it's not my normal film, but I love this series. It's really, really good. If you just want a time where you can just like connect with the characters and be like, I want to live there. That's this. <laughs> that I kind of want to live there. And then I'm kind of like all the good men are taken to know I don't want to live there, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> How funny. No, yeah, it's the same thing sometimes when I, when I see certain movies. I'm like, oh, that's right. If I were to live there, the main characters and the really good ones are all taken. So, no. So. Yeah, right. Like, it's like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's okay. I want them to have their ATAs as they are. So, it's like, I'm okay. But maybe there might be one that wasn't written about and I could have him. You know, uh, that yeah. kind of thing. But, <laughs> that's, yeah. That, that's character. I, I really like yeah, I really like that series, and um, 
it's really good. And I would also say check out the series on that unnamed network. Um, <laughs> it's really good. I love how she's so. being vague. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say it in case, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure Whatever. they'll do the research. They can, to Google it. they can Google it and find out exactly right. what will And sure you can, I'm sure you can, right, I'm sure you can reach out to Robin Carr and Cherise Plummer, and they'll both tell. Oh, by the way, Cherise uh-huh. Plummer actually has a role on the show. Huh. So she's on there. So it's kind of cool to see a narrator out in the wild. So <laughs> That is awesome, because a lot of the narrators do um, are are artists that either they've done movies in the past or they've done TV shows or theater. So that's also kind of cool to see them in that. Uh, that right. That's like awesome. Julie Whalen. Yeah. Like Julia Whalen. And you see her in that old law and order episode <laughs> and you're like, Oh wow. But she was so young. She was so young or yeah. So it's kind of crazy, but yeah, it is cool. Well, my next one is, um, a little bit also with no surprise. It's never have I ever by Lauren Blakely. And it is narrated by Amanda Ronconi and Jason Clark. Uh, publisher is um, oh, Audible. So I'm so shocked. There was, however, we will <laughs> we will have a crossover in narrators because one of those two landed on mine. That's good. See, yeah, we were talking before we started recording about how to see if we had any crossover as far as titles and or narrators. So that's good. We have one, Amanda Ronconi. Um, well, Lauren Blakely continues to, you know, knock it out of the park when it comes down to her rom-com <clears throat> and her casting is just phenomenal. So it, it, when I learned that Jason Clark was going to be doing this one, of course, I'm a huge fan of the man. He is a great performer and he has a really <laughs> great range. Stop laughing. Um, <laughs> shocker that I love the man. But Amanda Ronconi is another I, one of I'm my favorites. Say it's, I'm not going to say it's predictable. It's predictable, yeah. I talk to her all the time. I know who her favorites were. Like, I could pretty much call them before this started. From sure. Um, but yeah, and Amanda does a, really brought something different to um, Lauren's book. She, um, I love Lauren. Again, like I said, and her casting is great. Um, and I love the fact that she brought Amanda in there because Amanda has this great comedic timing that she that I'm used to hearing yeah I'm used snark. To hearing. <laughs> snark and the snark oh my god she is great at that and so what never have I ever comes into play where it's a single dad um which also of course just melts your heart there and it's that whole like enemy to you know frenemies to then you know lovers kind of story and the bantering and bickering between the two it's just like wow you know, again, it's great writing from the author's perspective and phenomenal performance from the narrators. And this is, it's also part of the Audible Escape. So if you have never checked out Lauren Blakely's titles, definitely this is one that you want to start off, um, that you may want to check out. It is part of the, it's part of a series, but they're all standalone. So the series itself is called Always Satisfied. Well, that's good because I just borrowed it from the romance oh, it's package, great. Audible Escape, whatever Yeah, it is. <laughs> this week yeah because i know that you like a man you love amanda and she again she yeah was- it's funny how you knew she was the crossover one i'm like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so this is one of those where the story just pops and similar to the title the never have i ever that's the, you know the game 
um, that we've at one point in our lives may or may not have played. I don't know, but I know that it's just part of the band. <laughs> Never have I ever. Um, I don't think actually we have. We might think about that for June. Yeah. We might see that. Never have I uh, ever. <laughs> I love how we're planning for Boy. this year. <laughs> but again, so if you have not checked out um, a Lauren Blakely title, um, I love this one. I mean, I love all her books. Um, I'm sure her ears have been burning because, um, you know, again, I love her. But this one, again, with Amanda Ronconi and Jason Clark, the pairing is just phenomenal because they're such great narrators in their own individual rights. Now you combine them and it's like combustion. It's like, poof. So I love the story. I love the performers. Go get it. <laughs> awesome. Well, my third one is one we both love, actually. Um, I re-listened to the whole Fantasyland series oh. again by Kristen Ashley, narrated by Tilly Hooper, which no one could have narrated that series For sure. like she did. Nope. Um, so my third one is Wildest Dreams because that's the first one in mm -hmm. the series and possibly the one I've listened to the most. Um, it was published back in 2016 by Audible. Which I think does most of Kristen's titles. I don't know for I sure, but think I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely the Fantasyland series. Um, it it is unique in her world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I love this series. It is straight PNR. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is paranormal romance, but it. It also has an overarching friendship and shared experience. Like if you read all of them, listen to all of them, that I love. That I think it's the women connecting with the other women mm -hmm. that really I fall in love with. Because the men are great, don't get me wrong, but they are very alpha whatever women, Kristen Ashley writing alpha males <laughs> <laughs> right like when I talked about my 90s book before yeah if you're ever going to read Kristen Ashley realize that she came from a period where she read the same books I did growing up mm -hmm. so all of her males are very much what I would consider the late 80s early 90s archetypes Mm -hmm. I mean, they're super alpha and they're going to do things that will make you mad. I mean, like you want to kick them in the nuts mad, um, but they all come around, mm -hmm. right? And she they realize the women. But the great thing about Kristen Ashley is she writes these really good women friendships. Mm -hmm. She is really good at that. And this Fantasyland series to me, I think she does it better than and I've read listened to almost all of her other series I think this series just makes it shine because it's over over worlds it's over time spans it's you know it I don't know and Tilly Hooper I mean honestly nailed this one including the made-up language and what is my least favorite book in the series? <laughs> the second one. Um, but there was a made-up language that she made it sound so very conversational. Yes. That you didn't even get lost in it. 
I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. I love that series. I completely like binge listened to it because it was published pretty back to back when it was being done. um, Oh yeah. Because it was one of those published after the fact. Yes. Yeah. It was a backlist uh, republished kind of thing for the audio. And I was like, wow. I mean, like you were saying, Kristen Ashley has a gift for writing the female relationships the friendships and but this one this series completely stands out and she does such a phenomenal job even though these books can te- technically again be read as standalones i honestly suggest that you read them in order um because you'll love them all um except for maybe that second yeah, book that and she, I, <laughs> that she was not. yeah mainly i mean if, there's one part of that book that i can understand the why but overall i think that was really good as well and she did it rather nicely right spoilers well i think it i think and i don't think this is a spoiler because i think she's said it all mm-hmm. over the place it's whether or not you accepted denarius and whatever his name was in game of thrones um it it kind of starts the same yeah. right like there's a miscommunication no communication and there's a part that i hated that being said it is a fantastic book, and I do believe that you have to read them in order, or you won't get the friendship that comes at the end of that fourth book. Yes. And you definitely will not get the fifth book. The fifth book is all based on forgiveness and everything, and it's just like, if you read them all, you get it. You absolutely get it. And um, But... But yes, I I love the series, and even though Golden Dynasty is not my favorite, um, I find myself that when I do my rereads, I have to reread it, have to re-listen to it every time, because it is integral, and if you get past the first, probably quarter, it's excellent. Yes. So... Because her books tend to be a bit on the longer side, so that's something else to, to take into consideration, but it is <laughs> yeah. worth the time. So with you bringing this up, have you started listening to her spinoff series, The The Rising? No. So I saw that it came out, Yep. and as I was telling Viviana before we started, part of my problem with coming up with this top five list is... All I have been doing the last six months mm. is free reads. I haven't really listened to anything new, um, but I did pick that one up. I did too, Because yeah. <laughs> I have to have it, but I'm going to finish my re-listen before I do it because I need to be re-immersed in the world first. And I'm debating, like, I when I have series, especially if it's anything like... Um, the Fantasyland series where it was pretty integral like the timing for you to read it back to back was perfect and binge listening to it uh, because there's so much detail and stuff you kind of don't want to spend a lot of time in between and maybe forget something or a character I'm kind of waiting to see um, redoing the checking the list of the release dates so I can kind of go okay where would be a good timing where I can start based on the duration of each of the books where I can kind of end in a good place (laughs) Um, right so it looks like so i just went and looked this up so the first one the beginning of everything are we Mm -hmm. talking about the rising yeah yeah, this is the rising right yeah Yeah, the rising so that came out 11 26 the next one comes out on my birthday 12 17 and then the third one comes out on 121 yeah so and holy multicast the amount of narrator yeah (laughs) multicast 
So I'm dying to find that also. And, and again, it's one of those where I could easily just email um, Kristen, but I, I don't, I try not to abuse my privileges. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm wondering if it's done like in duet style or if it's done like kind of point of view and, and more dual. So with this many characters, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm with narrators rather, I'm wondering if it was done duet style, which would be awesome in a multicast. So I'm curious. Yes. So you listen to it. hours and 14 minutes. <laughs> I will let you know. I yeah. will send you a thing. You should, um, we should try to time it. Maybe we can listen to it at the same time. That'd be oh, fun. and then we can do small little snippets yes. and be like, hey, we can do a dual <laughs> review or dual how we think, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we should time that, should like, in the that. new year. We yeah, should time sure. it. For sure, definitely. Um, so on my next, uh, on my list, is um, Getting Played by Emma Chase. And that is um, by another Audible original. Narratives include Andy Aaron and Zachary Weber. So this is her second book in this uh, Getting Some series. I love the title, by the way, Getting Some. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And definitely, everybody want to get some, whether it's get some money, some. get yes. whatever. <laughs> and they're definitely getting some. Um, Emma Chase, again, with this series, has um, creates these characters that are fun and lovable and that you can kind of connect with. I mean, definitely, I can see myself being friends with the, the heroine who is a DIY, you know, DIY do-it-yourself um, blogger and um, single mom and things like that. And, and they have that one hot night and then boom you know lo and behold they have to meet in some interesting circumstances and he's a teacher so you can only imagine with her being a single mom how this all plays out um but it's just a great story and Zachary does such a great job of not only being that sexy tough guy that the character may be projecting but the vulnerability and the sweetness and the you know when they do some of that conversation he's just so good at that I love how he brings that, you know, emotional tie into the character, you know, and, and Andy does a phenomenal job as always. I mean, Andy is like bowed down to her queen kind of thing for narrators. So cannot ever say enough about how Andy is awesome. But um, this story was really fun as well. And if you haven't read Emma Chase, I mean, she has so many series. I mean, I loved her Royal series, um, but this is also one that I highly recommend, and the first book was fun too as well. So if you haven't listened to it, take it out and check it out. It's part of the Audible Escape as well. So you guys can get lots of goodies on that program. Yeah, so I'm going to admit I have not listened to an Emma Chase book. Um, she is on my list, but yeah. I have to be in a particular mood to listen to contemporary romance. So. Mm-hmm. Nope. But I know you like historicals. I would probably start with the Royal series if you're going to start with her for the first time. Okay. Yeah. And she had one that she published later, which is actually technically almost like a prequel because it's about... So the the grandmother in the main series is, you know, the queen um, and mm-hmm. royal. And she ended up doing the story of how the queen met her man kind of thing. And that was published last. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I love too. those. So it was interesting. Because you... Because to me, like, when older people are in a series mm-hmm. and they're so supportive of the people that are in there, you know they had a, you know they had a great love story yeah. themselves. Yeah. She was a hard ass with her, with her, with her grandsons, um, but there's a reason behind it. And sometimes 
I'm sure he deserved it. I'm sure they did, yeah. Um, uh, but it's just one of those things where you saw her. She was really important to these two um, characters, um, the two boys, because, you know, she helped raise them and did a lot of that parental thing when the, again, not a major yeah. spoiler, when the parents passed away. But there's moments in the story where as hard as she is, those moments of go get her comes through kind of thing or like right. what do you really want to do and it makes you go hmm her story will be interesting i wonder how that played out because it is right it is, you know it is ensued you know the whole like well you and grandfather had this great you know kind of thing and so when she finally you know published her the grand the, the grandmother's story it's back in a day so it's also interesting to see a book where cell phones are not included and you know, how she kind of came across some of these obstacles. So it still reads, you can totally, you know, picture it happening now just with the absence of like a cell phone conversation, for example. So there's no texting. Um, but, you know, it was, she did such a great job on that one. So if, because you love historicals and you do like, you know, the, the whole like Royals kind of thing, I think definitely for the first time you're going to be in the chase, you should definitely start with the Royals series. Oh, I just added it. We all talked about <laughs> how much, Oh, before this started, we talked about how many credits I had. Yeah. So I just added the That's first awesome. one. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shopping while we're, um, we're talking. <laughs> so, um, so my next one is Cry Wolf by Patricia Briggs, narrated by Holder Graham, which is one of my favorites. He's just got a growly voice that I just love. It's the Alpha and Omega series, which I re-listened to both Alpha and Omega and the Mercy Thompson series this year. And Alpha and Omega are my favorite. So that's the only reason I did this one versus Cry Wolf. I mean, versus um, Laura Lee King's version of Mercy Thompson. Mm -hmm. But Alpha and Omega are my favorites. These are published by Penguin Audio. The first one came out in 2009, and um, these are urban fantasy. They are not paranormal romance in the strictest sense, even though I will say this. In Alpha and Omega, it literally is like it said. There's an Alpha who gets an Omega, right? So there's an ATA, but my thing with this series is they're grown couple they discuss things they work things out they <gasps> absolutely get mad at each other you don't they say <laughs> they have conversations about it wow. i mean <laughs> you just don't see it very much right no you like don't. i love i love the angst and there is angst in these books but it's not angst in the couple, mm -hmm. which is really kind of unusual. Not to say they don't get mad and he doesn't do stupid stuff because he's hundreds of years old and is very old school that is male, ways, yeah. right? <laughs> right. But they talk about it and they have a conversation. Sometimes it's a yelling conversation, but they have a conversation about it. And to me, they're what I call my grown-ass couple goals. I mean, like, you can get mad. You don't have to like everything your partner does, right? Uh -huh. But you talk about it instead of bottling it up and 
it coming out like five years later. Oh, do you remember that time? They don't do that. <laughs> they get mad right there on the spot. And um, he's very protective of her. And with, I will say with Cry Wolf, kind of like Golden Dynasty. So I, I'm going to do a weird kind of combo here. Her origin story is not easy to take. But it doesn't have to do with him, but what he takes her from the fact that they have that kind of relationship mm-hmm. even makes it more special because he doesn't treat her with kid gloves. He accepts her as a full fledged woman. And I think sometimes in relationships, especially if you have a hard backstory, it's kind of kid gloves. I love the fact that he treats her like a full-on woman that she is. She's a survivor, and he treats her like that. So that is my fourth book, and I absolutely adored it. Adored it. Like, I could re-listen and re-listen and just get stuck on re-listening it, but I make myself go on. (laughs) That's awesome. I do like, I mean, it's one of those things when I listen to a, a, a book or when I read one and the couple has that moment where they're, they're fighting, which is the cause of, you know, how we're going to get, eventually get to that HEA um, and how they solve it. And all you have to do is like, if you guys would just freaking talk to each other, you know, right. It would just be right. so much more and simpler. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is these guys talk mm-hmm. and then you realize that you can have outside stuff that absolutely causes the strain and makes the book interesting. I will say this is the only series that I've read that manages to do that. Otherwise, it needs a little bit of that back and forth. But with Mm -hmm. this particular group, and and I get it, some people may think that's boring. You have a couple who talk, but I'm all like, oh, thank God, they talk because they got a lot of other stuff they have to deal with. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm glad they talk because literally the rest of stuff needs to be taken care of. So yeah, I'm definitely an Alpha and Omega fan. I started kind of going through my list and of what I've listened to this year and what really stood out or and trying to figure out how would a book make it onto this list that you and I were going to be talking about. And a lot of them obviously is a story, but I, I found myself also kind of like, the, some of the performances of the narrators. So I included Overnight Service by Lauren Blakely. It's a multicast and it's led by Jason Clark and Emma Wilder. It includes, you know, Andy Arndt, Jace, um, Shane East, Aaron Mallon, Dion Graham, Dan Bindler, Telly Hamilton, and Vickis Adams and Lily Valentine. And it's published by Lauren Blakely Books. And, um, but it was Emma's performance that just like, Wow. I've had her on my list to listen to, and I haven't had the opportunity to listen to anything as of yet for her, for an example. And then this title came up, and I had the opportunity to, to grab it a little bit before it came out, so yay. Um, and I was like, wow, this girl is not only cool in how she performs, but she has this sexy appeal in her voice. She has a little bit of a deeper female voice versus what we, you and I may already kind of have that we're kind of used to like the no so i love her yeah um so she did julianne walker's um in moonlight memory series Mm 
mm-hmm. which barely released, but she also does Sharon Sala. Mm-hmm. I love her voice. I love Emma Wilder. Oh yeah, I've, I've picked up a bunch of her of the books that she's narrated because. I mean, I had the opportunity to meet her. She's the sweetest, and I love her, and she's so funny. Um, but, man, she really brought this character to life as far as, like, the performance and, and how the character was described. You know how they are sometimes described this, this, this sultry vixen who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to kind of go after it, but is still vulnerable? She was that to a T. I was like, damn, girl. You're hot. <laughs> yeah, no, she she absolutely has a great way of borderlining that gritty yes. and vulnerable place, mm-hmm. which not everybody can pull off, right? Correct. Yes. So I, I agree with your, I haven't listened to that book, but I've listened to her yeah. and I agree. So this is a this is a multicast, and so there are two other points that I, that the for a side note as to why I love this book. Emma, of course, was the highlight. Then there's Jason Clark, who is a given, and there's a scene in this at the start of the book where the character that Jason is performing is wearing a hula skirt and some um, a coconut bra. It's hilarious. You guys are gonna again. Comedic timing is great. And because it's done in multicast and it's done like in duet style, so each character has their own narrator, it completely, it's almost like watching a movie. So I actually discovered Dan Bittner in this. Um, he does a lot more. I think it's more like fantasy and nonfiction. Um, and there's been one or two that, she, that he's done that's romance. And he has such a good voice. I'm hoping that um, he'll decide to do more romance going forward. He did a Lauren's um, special delivery, which is a novella that follows the character that he's in this book into his own HEA. Um, so again, if you haven't listened to anything of Dan Bittler, he is really good. I love him and I'm hoping he does more romance. But here's the other thing that made me love this book. And I love Lauren for it. There's a character by the name of Viviana. And I love that. I never guess. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why she put that in there. <laughs> well, here's the oh, thing. Oh, you know what? It's so funny. I didn't realize this. I had listened to Dan because I'm a big fan of Marissa Meyer, mm-hmm. which does. Um, she's one of the few YA authors that I listen to, but she does a lot of. Um, I wouldn't call them superheroes, but they kind of are. And he does the Renegade series by her, and I love that one. With going back to the whole name of the character, so I've always loved my name, Viviana, and but it's always been difficult, especially growing up. You know, there was never uh, a keychain with my name on it. There was never any souvenirs where I went anywhere with my name on it. Neither was there with Felicia. Yes, so you understand. I mean, exactly. it's popular. It's popular now. Yep. But it was not when popular when I was growing up. Yeah. And quite frankly, the only way it's popular now is on sarcastic stuff. Yeah, unfortunately. But, I mean, I can't even find some stuff sometimes with just the, the initial V on it. It's like, you know, S, T, W, X, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm going, what happened to the V? Dang it. Uh, so t- to hear my name said by Jason Clark several times in this book was just like, 
Lauren, I love you. I think you kind of did that a little bit on purpose. And I love you even more for it. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> right. Particular with Jason saying it. Yeah. 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 But this was a great story. And I loved, again, Lauren's talent for casting is spot on. And she brings new new narrators into play to kind of see how the, the listeners, you know, react to the narrator. So it's always something that we might, and we have discovered new narrators because of how she's cast her books. So that's definitely my number two for this year. So what's next on your list? Yeah. So my number one is Nice Girls Don't Have Things. Half <laughs> Moon Hollow book number one. Uh, Jane Jameson, which if you don't know, Jane Jameson is an ex-librarian who gets fired, goes to a bar, almost hits a deer, gets turned into a vampire. Anyway, <laughs> no. Um, this is by Molly Harper, narrated by Amanda Ronconi. Um, this was published, yeah, this was published in 2010 um, by Audible, but the series has gone on, like the first six books are Jane Jameson's um, story. but. Anytime a new one comes out in this, the what I would consider the spinoff series, because after book six, they kind of turn into paranormal romance. I would call the first six urban fantasy because it follows one couple. Uh-huh. Um, but after that, it turns into paranormal romance where there's one couple each time. But all our old favorites are there. Right. And this is super fun, super light, generally not too long of um, listens. Like they generally are between six and a half hours and nine hours. Right. So they're ones that you can listen to. You can laugh with. I'm just saying Dick is my my book boyfriend. So y'all <laughs> hold off on him. He's mine. Um because he wears the worst t-shirts and I approve of them. Um, but this is just a super fun series that anytime you're down in the dumps or you need a new perspective on life, you can throw in and listen to any of them and absolutely laugh. Oh my God. It will make you laugh out loud. And when we were talking about snark with Amanda Ron Coney, Yep. Her plus Molly Harper are like gold, like liquid gold, like San Francisco, old school liquid gold, right? Like they absolutely are yin and yang. I mean, they get each other totally. And absolutely, this series is one that I can listen to and listen to and listen to and never gets old, never gets old. So that was my number one for this year on my re-listens is the Half Moon Hollow series, which I think is like on book 16 now. If you don't count them, it's two different series. So It's Molly Harper. She writes characters that are funny, sweet, sarcastic, snarky. It's just one of those. She, and then add you know Amanda to that mix and you have golden material right then and there. So definitely. Yeah, you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh so hard you cry. I mean, like, there are times I literally am snorting so hard. 
like I call these my snort worthy listens because <laughs> you're going to laugh till you snort and then you're going to cry because anytime you snort, you cry or at oh, least wow. I do, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You guys will have to tell us if you, if you uh, snort, if you cry, you know, on our social media when we share all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're totally blatantly like just out there. Mm-hmm. We're going to tell you what we do, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely worth it. And you've got tons and tons of books, but honestly, even if you're going to listen to our sweet tea and romance series, I don't know what the redneck series is called, but I really like it too. It's got a bait shop slash funeral home slash <laughs> whatever else is going on there. But yeah, so it's just a great combo of author and narrator. Yeah. Which is important too. I mean, it, it's something that I've always told authors that have asked me about, you know, getting audiobooks or the, the clients that I have, um, that casting the narrator is extremely important. Right. So I would, I would compare this to your first pick. This is about like Donica and Nicole. Yeah. Right. Like they have each other's rhythms so down mm-hmm. that they are awesome when comboed. Those two are definitely great examples of when you, when the narrator and the author have a good repertoire and they have each other, you know, what's going on in the world of the book and it just rolls and people love it. So it's great. And they trust each other completely. All right. So my number one is going to make Shane East very, very happy. Um, <laughs> and I'm also making, not surprised that Shane's on your list. No, no. Um, but here's the thing. So she, when I started talking to Shane a few years ago and I had him, I think it was um, last year in auto for the first time in Audible Club and, and then this year again, and then now we're doing our podcast together. He had mentioned back in June this series called Face Captive and how it's really unique and it has all these great characters and he really had a fun time and they're pretty short. So, and he's like, you should really listen. I think you'll like it. And I'm going, mm-hmm, sure, I'll, I'll add it to my list. And a couple of times we talked afterwards and he's like, hey, so out of curiosity, have you listened to it? And I go, no, I haven't had the opportunity because as we all know, too many books, not enough time. Um, and he finally kind of got on me. He's like, listen, <laughs> you need to check this out. And I'm like, okay. When Shane asked, you know, says something um, and recommends a book, you should really just listen to it. I ended up grabbing Face Captive by Lily Archer. It's a series is called uh, Face Captive. It is published by Lily Archer and includes Shane East and Mackenzie Cartwright is the other narrator. Um, wow. I mean, I admitted it to Shane that I was wrong and he was right in our previous podcast together, um, which he loved. Um, but it's definitely a... St- <laughs> I can't imagine a man being happy that he's been told he's right. It doesn't happen often from what I understand. So when it does happen, I'm sure they're loving it. Um, <laughs> no, but he's great. Um, but he was right. I mean, I, I, so I listened, not only because he was narrating it, um, but it really caught my attention. The world building that in- included in here in this series was great. And now I'm mentioning it as a series because here is something that I, wasn't fully aware when I started. So Face Captive is the title of the overall series. And it's also the title of the first book. The first book is three hours and eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. 
as soon as you get to that good part where some action's gonna happen and you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Boom, enter end credits and you have to get the second book. So it's almost like the author, Lily Archer, grabbed the book and divided it into serials, almost. Um, but it's totally worth the credit and it's totally worth it. It's, it has, um, it's a paranormal, it has phase. They're a little different than what you and I are used to in previous series that we may have read with phase, including phase. Um, and it's an interesting twist on humans and how things happen. And it really just left me wanting more, but most importantly, the performance that both Mackenzie and Shane gave were like, wow. Like I've always known, and I'll repeat this because I, like I said, I said it to him um, on the on the podcast. I've always known he has been a great narrator. He, I've only listened to him in contemporary romance. Um, so with this being a um, paranormal and having significantly larger casts of characters included, he has done such a great job in giving each and every single one of those characters their own unique tones and voices. That I'm like, wow, I knew you were good, but damn, you're really, really, really good. And Mackenzie does the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, this is more of this is more of my alley. It is. It really. Other is. than they're super short, they're they like are... three hours. Yes, I told you I was on Audible while we were doing yeah, this, so they're super short. Yes. But, so can you tell me, does it end with book seven, or so I'm looking am I going to be left with a cliffhanger? So they each kind of do have a bit of a cliffhanger. So because all seven books, now there's an eighth book that I've already texted Shane like three times about it, because it's, it's sitting with AX, um, with Audible, the, the to, for it to be finally published, but I'm not sure what the delay is. Um, but there's okay. a total of eight books. So what happens is... The um, main two characters of Face Captive, their story continues through book five, no, book four. Um, and then the guy's best friend, so the main guy, the hero, his best friend gets his story put starting in book five. So it's oh, okay. almost like two separate stories, but they're all in the same arc of the storyline and the two uh, heroines become friends. So that's also where the connection is between not only of the guys being the best friends, but also the heroines. And the the difference between the main heroine in the first part of the book, that it's about the face captive, versus the second heroine. The first heroine is very can be very timid, but ends up, you know, growing and, and finding her own strengths and things like that. Whereas the second heroine, is very spunky and very much like, let's go, move it, let's go, we're moving, let's go, let's go. Um, but also you find her vulnerability in, in her own HEA. So I'm waiting to get that last book so I can finally get to their own HEA on far. But again, yes, they're short, but they're totally worth the credits. They really are. Um, the narrative did a phenomenal job with the performance. The story itself is really intriguing. And it's interesting, it has a lot of topics that other PNRs have with, you know, different classes of phase and how the world works and all that fun stuff. So I think that, especially with you want, liking the PNR and urban fantasy, that you would enjoy this, you know, this series. Oh, absolutely. So I put it on my list because that seems like something I would really like. No, yeah. Like I said, at first I was hesitant because of the duration of each of the books. You know, I'm like... And then when I first got to that first cliffhanger and it ended, I'm going, oh, Lily, 
you're good because, <laughs> because you have no choice. You're like, I need to know what happens next. And so what happens? You go and you click the next book and you buy it. And then it happens again. Um, but you're not disappointed. You know how sometimes there is a cliffhanger and then you get the next book and you're going, dude, this is what I spent the credit on. Um, this will not disappoint. I can guarantee you, you guys will love it. Um, the performance that the narrators provide uh, to the listeners is top notch and the story itself is great. So combine all that and you will get a bunch of hours of enjoyable entertainment. So definitely. Awesome. Yeah. So it is definitely on my list. Awesome. And, um, we'll wait to see what you think of it when you start hearing it. <laughs> yeah. I, so I ordered the first one. Cool. And um, yeah. So what I love about Audible is if I don't love it, I can give it back. But if I do love it, I'm going to end up seeing the entire series, yes. which it sounds like I'm going to be doing the entire <laughs> series. So, you know, it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Well, again, when you get a, a good story and then you have the narrators that just completely throw it off, you know, out of the ballpark, as the saying goes, it's, it's, it's great combinations. And um, Audible has been doing a really good job when they're casting their productions, as well as even giving some of the office recommendations when they've come to them for suggestions. And Lily did a great job with having Shane and Mackenzie combined in this series. Um, so yeah, Shane was right. I, I, I've listened to, I've learned to listen to him now going forward. He's recommended another one that I'm going. I already got it. I just have to find the time to listen to it. Um, but I'm sure if you listen to our podcast, he'll ask me point blank now if I've listened to it again. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but, um, just kind of shout out on your Twitter. I just looked at the December's free titles and there's an Andy Arndt, Sebastian York. Yes. In like, yes. Like the Christmas pack. Yes. So I just picked it up. Yep. That's not normally my thing. By Keelan is definitely your thing. <laughs> but yeah, I picked it up because I'm like, hey, look, there's our audiobook people. Yeah. And it's a short story. Uh, it's called uh, The Christmas Pack. And it's um, Andy Arnold and Sebastian. It's Sebastian York. You can't go wrong with the Sebastian York title. And uh, yeah, V. Keelan and Penelope Ward are the authors. And so they've, they're very popular together when they've done their, their books together. And I was happy to see that an Audible original, as far as uh, the program goes, we were able to get a book. And I was like, yes, I know these people and I know the narrators. Um, <laughs> and again, perfect timing for the holidays. Um, so it's, yeah, if you guys are, are exactly, yeah, I need to get some more holiday books and, and, um, to me to listen, to get me more into the, the season. I like doing that. That's definitely on my, yeah, yeah, I definitely grabbed it. Another one, if you're in, if you want to listen to another one, it, again, I kind of mentioned that it's special delivery with, um, Andy Arndt and Dan Bittner. It also includes Jason Clark and Emma Wilder, um, as a part of the cast and it's a Lauren Blakely title and that's also part of the Audible Escape so if you have that program you guys can grab that one and get into the spirit of the season it's a uh, really cute Woohoo! yeah that one's that and one's I really love cute. to get snowed in with one guy I shouldn't fall for a minimum <laughs> to the note to self you know exactly where eight inches of snow leads to uh-huh eight inches yeah I'm just saying <laughs> that's on Audible site not I'm not making that up <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. They're, they're, they're getting creative with their marketing, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Also, proof that I've been on Audible this entire time that we've been talking. Yes. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a big fish in in the pond that we all live in an audible world. So it's definitely one that um has a good site for us well, to do the research and stuff like that. So yeah, so I'm not saying don't buy from anywhere else because there's lots of great places out there. Yep, but you can listen to samples and whatever. And then I'm totally pro. Go see where you can get the best price from. So go out and do that. Yeah. And of course, also the libraries. That's the other thing, too. If you have, if you're a fan of audiobooks and, you know, can't oh, afford yeah. it or don't want to do another subscription of some sort, um, and when it comes to buying them a la carte, it's, it's, you know, the prices are significantly higher. Your libraries have lots and lots of options. They have different apps, either if it's Hoopla Digital yeah, or and OneDrive. Um, and now, is it Libby as well? It's Libby. Libby, yeah. Yes. And so, but the other thing is, is, if your library doesn't have it, don't be afraid to suggest they get it. Mm-hmm. Because I know my library, generally, like nine out of 10 of my suggestions, they will get. And they will tell me my 10th suggestion they can't get because of a publisher deal or whatever. But Honestly, if you suggest to your library that they get something, they're always looking for that. Mm-hmm. Again, there's just so many books in a catalog, and they don't, there are only so many librarians to say, yeah, this book is a good one to add to the catalog. So to have the listeners provide those suggestions and the recommendations and the requests is definitely a, a plus. And we can, you can use the, the apps on any devices, your iPhone, your Android phone, or the tablets. Um, even the Kindle Fires are friendly to these um, apps, so... Again, if you can't or don't want to contribute to another subscription program, check out your local libraries. And also, don't worry about the local part. A lot of libraries in the bigger cities will provide you with access to their catalogs for a small fee, um, usually a yearly fee. Um, it can range anywhere between, I think I've, I've seen it as low as $15 to as high as maybe $50 a year for the more larger city libraries. But again, totally worth it, you know. A yearly fee, you get books that you get totally. to check out, and you support the library, so that's always a plus. So I kind of want to throw in here that we did have one person who chimed in on our, <laughs> if you want to throw your favorites in. Um, so we did have fan picks for five, and I'm just going to go quickly through them because I did not have time to um, pull up all the details. But I'm guessing that Viviana can chime in on most of these because they all look like contemporary romance. <laughs> um, so from the Smutty Feminist, who um, is on Twitter, she did Laid Bare, Drawn Together, Never Enough, and Ink and Chrome from Lauren Dane. Now, I know who Lauren Dane is. She writes really good stuff. So... Um, she also did Satisfaction Guaranteed in the Bigger Rock Bundle by who? Oh, come Ooh. on. It's your girl. Uh, uh, Lauren Blakely. Blakely. <laughs> so she also suggested the Crossfire series by Sylvia Day, which honestly, I've read. It yeah. seems weird, but I have. Um, then she did the British Bedmate, formerly Dear Bridget by 
Penelope, author and by Keelan. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume this is pretty much where we were before. And Drunk Dial by Penelope again. So she did Lick and Dirty by Kylie Scott Books. And I'm going to admit, I have actually listened to those. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie. Um, I don't actually like Rockstar Books, but that series, I like. I don't know why. <laughs> and I think it's the women in that series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, she also did Kennedy Bryan and Ali Martinez, who she also loves. So these were our fan suggestions. We asked for them. We got one. So she <laughs> got to she got to get a shout out. But yeah. I think she pretty much covered the ones Vivian couldn't during this one. <laughs> I was only given five, yes. <laughs> yes. So she took the other five for yeah. you. No, uh, she uh, the Smutty Feminist has been a great supporter of of ours for the podcast, and I love it when fans and uh, and fellow audiobook narr- um listeners, excuse me, chime in and share their you know recommendations because again, there's just so many books out there that you you know, and also your your feed only can only host so many you know information of these titles that are coming out. So listening, um, fellow audiobook lovers, recommend a book will always get me to add that book to that list of my list. So if you. Right. And so, so next time when we do a shout out and say (laughs) feedback, feedback, because we're not going to call you out. Yeah. And I'm sure that one. We we, are. um, (laughs) Yes, she is. Uh, (laughs) So this uh, podcast will be published on Friday of this week. um, So you guys will hear it. So I, and I will post it again. If you guys have any suggestions at the time, Feel free to chime in and share what you guys are listening at the time or what you recommend, whether it's a new listen or a re-listen or a re-re-re-listen, as sometimes that Felicia does. Um, it's just great. Just share. We love it. We love hearing from you guys. We love getting new ideas and suggestions. So go for it. Definitely. Yep. Plus, honestly, Viviana can pull me in anytime we need to do a mini and shout out side podcast right yeah like, if you need a midweek one we can totally do that oh yeah you know like we will make shane do it <laughs> no 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 let the man i want him to do his job of narrating the books that i want to listen to and i want to get him to chat with me um when we do our little catch-up moments and of course this or that he is a hoot if you have not listened to <laughs> the podcast and you are a fan of shane east um I learned yes, the I first. Am. Yeah, I learned the first time I did. I, I um, interviewed him. In fact, uh, it was last year officially that when I played the game of this or that, where you I give you two options and you have to pick between these two. Um, I love him. He cannot. He he always has to justify the answer as to the why, and so that just adds an additional <laughs> layer of fun. And he thinks he's rambling. I say we're getting to know him better. So it's it's always a perk and a plus from that perspective. So yeah, I don't want to. I, I can only imagine. But then again, he'll be like, "You have to listen to this," and then he'll look at me virtually, and 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 I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm adding it to my list because he's recommending it." So definitely something that uh, <laughs> he'll enjoy way too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely! Got it. Well, so, thank you. Yes. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Okay. We do this all the time. We We talk over each other. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, thank you so much, Felicia, for taking the time to chat with me. It's been a pleasure as always. And if you're not following her on her social media, um, you will find the links within the post as well as the description. And also, please feel free to head over to Viviana Enchantress of Books to get the, those and the list of the books that we were mentioning today. So you'll get to find that. You don't have to go searching for it. I will provide you guys with the links. Um, and we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms, subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter, and of course, don't forget to submit your this and that questions so Shane can answer them and provide you with lots of reasons as to the why he answers and selected which answer. And of course, happy listening. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Loving Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more info about today's episode or the Audiobook Loving series, visit VivianaEnchantressOfBooks.com. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, happy listening.